Yes, people, it is day nine. That's right, day nine of the 65th BFI London Film Festival. And today, oh, people, I have been waiting for this one, right? Because, I, man, I did part two of this uh, a, a little while ago. But um, yeah, so it's a two-parter, right? The first part, we've got, um, yeah, in this one, we've got a couple of films for you. And in part two, we've got a film and an interview. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a great one. But part one, people, two films. Are you ready for this? Two very different films, both interesting People, let's check it out. Okay, people. So let's get this popping off with uh, some mothering Sunday action. Let's go. Yo, people, what's happening? Yeah, so, hey. We've got another book adaptation. Yeah. You know what I mean? These things keep on coming. It's an odd one, right? And um, it's another film with people who have already appeared in the festival. You know? It's one of these ones, people. So I went to see Mothering Sunday this morning. Right? It's the new film from Eva... Hansen, Eva Hansen, Eva Hansen. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Eva Hansen. Um, she directed. It's actually her first directorial film, which she hasn't written herself. Yeah, all, all the previous ones she's directed, she's also written. This one she didn't. Uh, taking the pen on this was Alice Birch, and it's an adaptation of the 2016 book of the same name from Graham Swift. So, yeah, if, if the name rang a bell, that might be why, right? I mean, other than the fact that Mothering Sunday is a, is a day, right? I mean, it doesn't make as much sense anymore. But, you know, it made sense back in the day when, you know, there was slaves and shit, right? I mean, they call it servants, but servants, slaves, it's essentially the same thing. You know what I mean? Um, especially when it comes to foundlings and the whatnot, right? So this is produced by Elizabeth Curlson and Stephen Woolley. Uh, we've got cinematography from Jamie Ramsey. It's edited by Emily Orsini. Uh, music is Morgan Kibbe. Morgan Kibbe. That's a pretty fun name. Um, it's got a it's got a fat old cast. Oh my days. And I don't mean heavy. I just mean this is full of heavyweights up in this piece, man. So we have a dis Adessa Young. She plays a Jane Fairchild. Uh, Glenda Jackson also plays an older version of Jane. 
we have Josh O'Connor. He plays Paul Sheringham. Um, we've got uh, Craig Crosby. He's Mr. Sheringham. It's Paul's dad, right? I, I think you probably uh, worked. <laughs> I imagine you worked that one out. I, I didn't really need to break that one down to you, I realize. <laughs> but, hey, you know, you, you don't want to make assumptions. You never know. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, people, I apologize. Um <laughs> we've got um oh yes, no, I said uh yeah, we, we got Craig um Craig um Craig Crosby plays Mr. Sherrington. Um I don't think we had, uh, like, he's, I feel, I swear his wife was there, but we didn't really see, yeah, I don't know who uh, played the wifey, um, Mrs. Sheridan. Yeah, I don't know, that's an odd one, right? Hmm, I, if I, if I recall, I will get back to you people. Um, other people's up in the police, we have got, um... Olivia Coleman, she is back. She plays Mrs. Niven. And Colin Firth, he plays Mr. Niven. Now, um, Jane, she works for them. She works for the Nivens. Um, we have got... Uh, oh, gosh, what's the girl's name? Um, I think it is... So, yeah, Jane's got a friend, uh, Ethel, right? Um, she's played by Charlie Oscar. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of amusing. So, yes, um, another maid that works for him is Georgina Francis Hart, right? So, um, yeah, we, we have them. And um, then we have got... Up in the police, uh, Simon Shepard, he plays Charles Hoday, uh, Caroline Harker, she plays Sylvia Hoday. Um, we have got Soup Dursey, he plays a Donald, right? I think that's our main cast, people. Yeah, that's our main cast. And the gist of the film is this. Okay, so on a warm spring day in 1924, housemaid and foundling Jane Fairchild finds herself alone on Mother's Day. Her employer, Mr. and Mrs. Niven, are out. And she has the chance, the rare chance to spend an afternoon of abandon with her secret lover, Paul. The boy from the manor house nearby, who is Jane's long-term love. Despite the fact that he's engaged to be married to another woman. A childhood friend and daughter of his parents' friends. 
but events that neither can foresee will change the course of Jane's life forever. Ba -ba -ba there you go. That's the gist, people. That is the gist. Now, um, this film, it, it looks lovely, right? It looks lovely. I would say all the components of this film in their separation are very good. Are very good, right? We, we have an incredible cast. An incredible cast. We have a nice score. As I said, the cinematography, like the costume department. Man, it, they've all really done their thing here. You know, so it opens up, right? We have people talking about a horse, right? Which isn't like you are wondering what you're what's going on here? <laughs> what's going on? And then so we go from this conversation. We don't really see the people talking. We just know it's a man and a woman, right? Then we jump and we, there we go. We see Olivia Coleman and Colin Firth. And you're like, oh, oh, well, yes. They, you, and you just think they do fit the roles, right? They do fit the roles. Colin Firth does play a tough very well. He really does, you know. Uh, so yeah, they're having they're having a meal. Uh, and you know, Jane is um, you know, she's the maid, right? So she's waiting on them, serving them. But you know, he seems a laid-back kind of family. They're talking to Jane, it's all pretty good. The phone goes, she goes, picks up the phone, and um, yeah, it's a dude. There is a dude on the line asking for Jane, right? So you're thinking, hmm, I don't think she's meant to be taking this call. So, yeah, she's like, oh, hello, ma'am. Um, You know, so, yeah, you know something is up, right? Now, the, the Nivens, they're meeting their friends for lunch, right? So, uh, yeah, the, the maids have the day off. They have the complete day off, which is, you know, great, right? So we get them talking in the kitchen for a bit. And then, uh, you know, again, you know, the Niven sound very nice. They're like, yo, take the bikes, take a boat, do whatever you want. He gives Jane some money so she can enjoy herself. You know, you know, if you have to work for someone, they seem like the peoples you could work for. But, uh, yeah, so um, Ethel, she's going home to see her mum, right? Jane is a foundling. She doesn't have parents. Um, so she she rides with Ethel to the train station. You know, so they go to the train station. Um, hmm. Is that correct? Yes, no, 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 yes. I'm being very I mean for a minute, I was like, wait, have I got that right? Yeah, no, I've got that right. Right. So they yeah, they ride to the pain station. She gets she gets Ethel on the train, and then um she goes somewhere else, right? She goes to meet her love. Yes. Right. So you're not quite sure who the love is, 
But to have access to the telephone, you kind of assume that it's not another servant, right? And it is not. It is not. Right? Especially because as she's cycling too, we then hear more of the phone call. Um, and it's just like, oh, you know, oh, look, come come to this port. And we, yeah, so we're going to be waiting and the key will be. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, she arrives at the house. And, uh, yeah, Paul is waiting for her. For some reason, for a good chunk of the film, I was thinking his name was Adam. I don't know why. But, yeah, um, you probably didn't want to know that. You don't care. But, yeah, I thought his name was Adam. But, yeah, so, um, you know, she she goes and she hangs out with uh, with old Paul. I mean, when we say hangs out, they get it going. They get it going, right? And so in between this, right, and other events, we see these flashes. At one point, we saw a flash of an older woman. And I did, for a long last time, I did think, wait, am I going mad? Right, because we saw a flash of an older woman, and then the next time we flash, it's a younger woman, right? And I'm like, did I just, did I see an old woman earlier, or is it her, this younger woman? And I'm you know, I need to go to the optician's ASAP. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I'm like, huh, did I just make that up? I don't know. But uh, no, 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 no. I was correct. Right? I was, I was, I was vilified. No, that's the other. I was verified. I was vindic vindicate. It was a V word, but vilified is not the word. Um, and verified isn't really the word. He was vindicated at the end of the film. Well, yes, the, it was the older Jane. And I'm like, okay, okay, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, yes, so we get these flashes to another Jane, right? So at first, because we see, you know, the woman at a typewriter, right? And we see the older Jane at a typewriter. Then we see the younger Jane at a typewriter. So you're like, oh, okay. And, you know, she's talking to a guy. Right? She's she's reading him pages. She's like, oh, so he's a writer. She's a writer. Now, I there was an assumption I did make, right? I thought we were seeing a writer, you know, this writer, and the other bit of the film is her book she's writing. But no, that's not it. It's just Jane. <laughs> it's just Jane at different stages of her life. That, 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 that's it. But yeah, so we, we, we jump in between these kind of things and we're seeing these and different time frames. So it jumps around the timeline a bit, right? So a bit later on, we see how her and Paul kind of first meet. We see how her and her, her guide Donald meet. Right, so we see different stages of that relationship. So we see all of this, and it's interesting, right? Because, as I said, right, the film, all its components are lovely. They are lovely. There's no denying that. But here's the thing, people. I don't know 
if I believed in these relationships. Yeah. I, I didn't necessarily buy that she was in love with Eva. You know? Now, I'm not saying, I'm not calling her a liar. <laughs> I ain't saying Jane's a liar. What I'm saying is, on uh, from the screen, it didn't exude those emotions to me. Right? You, you Look, you can see that they're intimate. They, they care for each other in a way. But it's just, I don't know, the way they spoke, it didn't, it, it didn't seem to have that chemistry, right? They're bandying words, right? They're bandying words that were all nice and all of all of that, right? The wordplay was fine, but it, it just seemed to be missing. Um, oh gosh, my eyes just a little bit. Uh, but yes, they, they just seem to be lacking that little bit of uh, oomph, like uh, that little bit of spark, not even spark, but just, you know, je ne sais quoi, maybe, you know, I don't know. Uh, now, I will say about the two, right, there is a, a point to uh, where you do kind of think, no, I mean, you can see the love it just does it between her and Donald. It just doesn't necessarily light up. You know, it doesn't you know, consume the scene, right? Now, her and Paul, although that didn't, I don't know, do the same, there was definitely more of a repertoire between the two. Now, I think the thing was with that relationship, what you don't know, right, is, is this a, a love match, right? Or is it a, a, a situation through distraction, right? Because, you know, if you look at it, She's she's a maid. She's a foundling. She has no parents. She has no family, right? So, if someone's showing her this affection and emotion, you kind of think, yeah, you would kind of gravitate to that, you know. And it's not saying she's just giving it up freely. What I mean is, it's kind of like, look, when there is nothing. It's nice to feel something, right? So you kind of think, yes, you, you would necessarily gravitate to that situation. And, it, it, you know, obviously she likes him, right? It's not like you would just do it with anyone. She likes him. But is she in love with him, right? And on his part, this is the thing. It's, you know, it's after the First World War, right? So, so many people die. Right. And this is the big thing. The Nivens, they lost their sons. Right. They've lost their sons. The other family, Fairchilds, they've lost a son. Right. So, so many people have just lost. And he, it's, it's like there was a path he might have wanted to be on, but now he has to do this other thing. Right. Because his brother died. Now, 
it, it's kind of like, it, did he really want to do that? Right? Or is he kind of forced to do it by circumstance? So this, Jane, this is a rebellion, right? This is a um, segu, right? This is a moment of uh, repasse before he has to go and do the thing. You know, like, that's what you wonder. I don't know if other people wondered, but that's what I wondered. I mean, I, I know that one other person, so, you know, it's always, like, if you can have a conversation after a film, it's always good. So I, I had a conversation with a young lady, um, which was very good, and then a, a gentleman called Alec. So, um, yes, and, and we banded around, like, our, our viewpoints of the film. Um, and yeah, we, you know, we, we, uh, yeah, I was pondering this with him. Um, but yeah, that, that's the thing you do wonder about. Oh, maybe he brought that one up. I forget. But yes, it's the thing you wonder about, right? With, with that situation, you know, um, because yeah, you don't really, you know, it's not that all incomes consuming love. And I don't mean, I don't necessarily feel that love needs to be like, it's not always the same, right? It's not always the same, but yeah, it's just, it, there's something that seems to be missing in these situations. Like sometimes when you see relationships on screen, it feels like, right? This one doesn't necessarily do that. It feels like two people having a dalliance, for sure. But it doesn't feel like that. Now, um, I think the film does take some interesting steps, right? So there's a point when Jane is exploring the house, buck naked, right? Which is fine. I, I have no issue with, with the nudity and all of that. But I do think to myself, right? Would someone wander around a house? Would they sit and eat? Would they do all of these things in someone's house naked, right? And remember as well, these old houses, they're not the warmest, right? These old houses do not keep heat well. So, you know, she's walking around. I'm like, you might go one place of home, but then you might be like, Actually, it's a little chilly. Go grab something. Like, even if it's just the, the bedding, you know, put a blanket around yourself, a towel around yourself, something. I just don't know if I believe that she's walking around, going in the light, and just doing all of these things, right, for a good chunk of time, right? It's not just a couple of minutes. No, 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 no. She's obviously chilling, chilling like this for a while and i don't know if i believe that i don't know if i believe that also right oh so the other thing because you do see um this year you know she does bear all which is definitely brave of her um doing all of that right i mean we say brave i mean it's not really it's just the body right it's just the body. Now, 
it, 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 because it's always a, an odd one, though, right? Because you see the woman and you never really see the dude. They do show the dude, right? They're, they're, I mean, one point it's just every you see, but it's all blurred. Then you kind of see, but it's all from a distance, right? Now, the one thing, though, the one thing that I did find very troubling, I did find very troubling people. And I, you know, I think it's just going to be the scandal that rocks this film. You know, it's a shame, but yeah, sometimes controversy hits, and the controversy is this motherfucker, this motherfucker, Paul, shirt first, getting dressed, shirt first. I'm right, you underwear, then trousers. Then shirt, right? You don't go un you don't go shirt, then under that's some ludicrous bullshit. That's insane. Who does that? Right? I don't some thug, some Neanderthal, some scallywag, right? You wouldn't expect a member of the oi polloi, the aristocracy, some blue blood motherfucker to go shirt first? <sighs> some crazy shit. Or is that how they all roll? Right? It's how they all roll. You get money and you start doing crazy shit like that? <sighs> Boy. I don't know, people. If 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 that's the case, I don't want to be a millionaire. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, no. So look, we we see all of this stuff, right? I, I'm saying the film, not the new team, right? So we see all of this stuff now, and yeah, as I said, look, we, we jump around the time frame. We see this other relationship. Which, uh, Sorry, I that. oh, Siri, shush. Um, so yes, yeah, so we see all of this stuff, and it's interesting the way it flows, right? Because essentially, all of these things are that they're you know, it, 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 it's her history that is compelling her to write this story, right? She's trying to write, essentially, this big book, this great novel, um, this new piece of work, and she's getting stuck. She's getting stuck, and it's the past that seems to be driving it, and the events, right? The events. So she does make a promise at one point, you know, to tell this story, right? So that's all very interesting, the way it, it all connects and, you know, inhabits itself to do this thing. I think also there is a point in the film, right? Something happens. And I think there's not really any clarity on, right? You hear the thing happened, but I think there is a point where you wonder, did it happen or was it maybe a, a ruse? Was it a, a maybe a ruse? to escape the confines of a situation that someone has found themselves in, or 
was it, you know, a actual escape, right? Did they choose to do this thing as of of a film? Because, you know, it's just like, I just don't, you know, life as it is, it just isn't really what I want it to be. So this is the out. I don't know, right? I mean, mean, that's something that you do. I, I don't know. I found myself wondering, um, but it's not really explored. So there are a few things that don't really get explored and you do wonder about. But yeah. Yeah. There you go, people. Um, I think, right, Mothering Sunday is definitely for your Downton Abbey crew. Your Downton Abbey your your crown if you like spencer you will like mothering sunday also um it dropped last year also a Lionsgate film right because this is through Lionsgate. uh summerland right summerland hit last year and i think right if you enjoyed that you'll enjoy mothering sunday you know they're completely different films I mean, they're both set in a certain period. They're historical films. Um, But yeah, I I, I think the sentiment of both, and that one is around a writer and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, similar kind of themes. But yeah, I, I, I think if you enjoyed that, if you enjoyed Downton, The Crown, Spencer, which, um, you know, this year, right? Livia Coleman was in Spencer as well so if you enjoyed all of those you will enjoy mothering sunday people and if that's the case and you're like i want to see it well you can right so um i mean it's, it's another one which the royal festival hall does fit feel like the perfect venue for it so um tomorrow the 15th of october friday you can see it again at the Royal Festival Hall. Uh, So um, it's a midday affair, people. Well, I say midday. Essentially, it's I think 11.30 is early. It's still morning, really, right? It's still morning. It's not quite midday. I would say midday is 12, 1, right? I don't know. But it's 11.30, 11.30. So, you know, if you're working, unfortunately, you're going to miss it. But it will be showing on Saturday the 16th. So um, it's around about the same time. 15 minutes later, it's 11.45. And this time, it's at the Curzon Mayfair. Right? Not Soho, Mayfair. Now, as of right now, that one seems to be sold out. But, you know, returns, all of that. So check on the day, because you still may get the opportunity. But if you miss it at this festival, now it, it is doing the festivals at the moment, right? But also in the UK, it will get its theoretical, theoretical, theater, theoretical, theoretical, not theoretical, theatorial, the, it's cinematic release. It's going to get a cinematic release on the 12th of November right um but stateside it's 
dropping a week later on the 19th. Okay, so UK 12th of November, US 19th of November. Okay, and I imagine the rest of the world will probably hit one of those two dates. Okay, um, if I don't have specific, you know, don't have specific release date for Australia or, you know, Kazakhstan, you know, but you know, check IMBD, check IMBD or your local cinema people. And that will fill you in. But yes, Mothering Sunday, people. It is out. If you like Graham Swift's book, if you like Downton, you know, The Crown, Spencer, Summerland, all of that jazz, then I think, yeah, I think this will tickle, tickle you happy. All right. So, yes, there you go, people. Mothering Sunday. Okay, so next up, people, we've got a, another first-time director doing their thing. Are you ready for seven days? You know what? Sometimes you um you take a chance on something, right? I, I don't know what it is. You know, there's something that catches your eye. So you take that chance and you hope, you hope it pays off. And when it does, people, 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 it's a great feeling. So, um, yeah, I have just checked out the uh, directorial debut of Rashan Sefi. Right. So, um, yeah, his new film is Seven Days. Okay, so, um, yes, as I said, it's his directorial debut. He co-wrote the film with Karan Sonny. Um, it's produced by Mel Eslin and Liz Cordinas. Uh, cinematography is Jeremy Mackey. Uh, it's edited by Stephanie... Kaznuka music is from Amanda Dolores Patricia Jones. You know, when one name just won't do. <laughs> and uh, the cast, well, it's uh, also starring uh, Sonny. He plays Ravi. We've got Geraldine this. This Wanathanan, she plays Rita. We've got the voice of Mark Duplass, he's daddy. We've got um Zenobi Shuroff, she's Rita's mum. Um, we've got Gita Reddy, she's Ravi's mum. Um, Apana Nanchalela. Is Swavi. Uh, Jeffrey Self is Dr. Henry. As if Ali is Azif. And Vili, look, Vinny Shibar is Vinny. Okay, so the, yeah, the plot of this one is after an uncomfortable prearranged date, Ravi and Rita are forced to shelter in place due to COVID. 19. Now, 
Yeah, I can't quite remember what was the actual thing that made me think to myself, you know what, I'm going to check this film out. I don't know. I mean, it might have been the image on the BFI website. I don't know. I have, I have no clue. But I tell you this, right? When Duplass Brothers Films comes up on the screen, I don't know what it is, people. It, it's just a little bit of a, you know, it's that comfort, right? You see that name, you're okay. I feel this this should be good because, you know, now, obviously, you don't expect everyone to, everything they do to hit it out the park, right? But for the most part, I will say, I've enjoyed all the things that your past brothers have done. You know, together, separately, they're usually decent, usually decent. Now, when it's a project they're just acting in, yeah, you know, there's been the odd one or two, but yeah, usually they kill it, right? And I just remember, gosh, I want to say it was 2019 when they, um, I think Mark was in Pink Wall, right? Tom Collins' film, which was so good. People, if you have not seen that one, you need to go check it out because it is tremendous. It's a fantastic film. But uh, yeah, so I thought that that was reassurance. And yo, so this, it, it starts off, right? We get a load of couples, a load of Indian couples um, talking about how they met, right? So the, the, it's the guy and the girl and, the, you know, this is where we met. We met on Shavi.com or, oh, you know, our parents knew each other or, oh, my sister set me up with um, her, her friend or, you know, it was something like that. But they were all um, arranged, all arranged situations. So we get that. But, you know, all these people genuinely sound like they really love each other, you know? Which is nice. Now, hey, I have come across people that have met that way, and it wasn't so good. Or um, I, I, I knew a guy, and um, he was like, the first few years weren't the best. But then over time, yo, that changed. You know what I mean? Um, it was that or the red wine he was drinking. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it sorted itself out. But, uh, yeah, you know. Um, we have that, then <laughs> we get Ravi and Rita's dating profiles, but what makes it just fantastic is the fact that their mums read the profile, oh my gosh, so I don't know if it's like their mums read it, or if there's the uh, a voice note option on the website because I think on some of these websites you can add voice message voice messages and voice notes now, right? Um, yeah, I think some have got video. So, but so I don't know if it's that or if it, they just had the mums read the, the read them out. But it's great because you know we start off with Ravi's 
and he's just like, oh yeah, Ravi. Uh, he's what I've got three sons. Ravi's my favorite. I tell him that all the time, and you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, that's not great. <laughs> that's not great. You're because you're just thinking, it's gonna be some mama's boy or something. You know what I mean? But also, so he's get that, you know, he says he's a researcher. Uh, it's, it's just, <laughs> he loves his job so much. He It's his choice. He has no hobbies. You're just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. And then, right? Now, I remember the first time I went to the States, right? And uh, I, 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 I was... um. Watching TV, you know, it was, I got back to my room. Um, I, yeah, I was staying in some crazy-ass place. It, it was kind of surrounded by these roads, which I didn't know how to cross. I literally just would shut my eyes and run across the road. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. I didn't die, which, you know, that's a plus. But it meant I, <laughs> once I got back to the hotel, I didn't really leave. <laughs> So after being out all day, I'd come back and uh, get some food in this lovely little diner that was close by. And then, you know, you, you just throw on the TV and see what's on. But I was blown away by the adverts, right? Because you'd have an advert for, you know, some painkillers. And you'd be like, ah, try um, head pain no more. <laughs> head pain no more. It relieves all head pain and blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, side effects are... You know, diarrhea, uh, stomach aches, possibly death. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, what? Did they just say possibly death? They just skated past that, right? And <laughs> Remy's mum does a similar thing. She's just like, oh, we, as a family, we don't lie. So I think it's only fair that I let you know that Remy suffers from hypertension. And, <laughs> and the killer was just like... Oh, he was fat when he was a when he was little. So there's the the worry of diabetes, potential diabetes. <laughs> Just like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's just what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? It's insane. That's just gold, right? We then get onto uh, Rita's profile. And <laughs> like Reese's one, her mum just kills it, right? Because it's just um, you know, she oh, she's very traditional. Um, she's happy to do what her husband tells her. You know, she really wants to set, you know, to um have children. Um, she's pescatarian, but she is happy to become a vegetarian for. Um, the, the family who requests it, and you're just like, shit, you just threw shorty under the train, you know what I mean? It was just like, what the fuck was that? So that golden way to start a film is, is you know, I'm just, I'm all in right now, you know what I mean? I'm just like, yes, okay, let's go. Now, granted, remember people, I don't do trailers, you know what I mean? I didn't read synopsis, so I wasn't quite sure what the fuck this was, and 
Then we see them on a date, right? We see them on a date and they've got the face masks. They're wearing gloves, which is like super OTT and crazy. But I'm just like, oh, this is a COVID film. Fuck. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I, the great thing about this film festival is it's, it's the escapism, right? It's jumping into these stories, you know, different cultures, all that jazz, different universes sometimes, and forgetting about this bullshit. So, you know, I, I, I yeah, I, I've always, I've been avoiding like these a lot of these COVID things, just because a lot of them aren't good, right? A lot of them really aren't good. And, yeah, I know what happened, right? I know what happened. So I don't need a reminder of, of what got me made redundant. You feel me? And scuppered all my plans. <laughs> don't need it. So that was a little bit like, ah, fuck, Chris, man. Is this just going to be some cliche played out bullshit? Fuck. I thought it was going to be something different. So they're on this date. And the day is super awkward, right? Just because Ravi is a little anal retentive. <laughs> Don't say it nicely. You know what I mean? They, because, yeah, he, he's requested them to wear the gloves. And she's just like, we're outside. We could take the masks off, right? Says, nope. Nope. And he's like, could you move back a little bit? <laughs> you know, and it's just like, yo, a little crazy. Um, also, you know, like he doesn't drink. And it, it, he doesn't drink. He's a vegetarian. And um, yeah, her, Ravi, Rita's mum said that she's, she's, you know, she doesn't drink either. So... He, he gets lemonade, right? Lemonade is like, oh, I love lemonade. So I got lemonade. And she's just like, oh, I thought you didn't drink. Because it's hard lemonade. It's like um, Krabby's or, um, you know, I don't know what brands they've got stateside or anywhere else. But, yeah, you know, like the hard seltzers and lemonades and, you know, things like ginger beers and things like that. That's all kind of blown up, right? Um, I think you can get like alcoholic kombucha now too. So yeah, he made a mistake, and he's just like, it's the end of the world for old Ravi. You know, so it's super crazy. So it's not the optimum first date, you know what I mean? But as they're there, then they both get text messages, right? It's the oh, all flights are cancelled. There's an issue, boom, boom, boom. So they're like, oh, fuck. He, you know, so they go back to hers. He can't, he's trying to get a hotel, can't get a hotel. So she's like, all right, you can stay on my sofa. So he's like, okay. They said the flight will be tomorrow. Cool. Uh, and, you know, her place, it's a mess. You know, he, he's like, oh, oh, he, so you got a roommate? She's like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's just rubbish everywhere, clothes, all that jazz, right? It, it's that 180 to what he was thinking, 
especially with the profiles, like, you know what I mean? Oh, she's traditional. She's like super house proud, you know, just all these things. And then he gets to the spot and it it's not like that. And especially you go to sit down and there's alcohol, alcohol bottle. It's like, oh, that's my landlord's, right? So there's all these excuses and it's just like, oh. But um, he, uh, yeah, he he's waiting around and then he's just like, you know what? Okay, let, let's just make it work. So they're there. Then the next day he's up quick and he, he, he gets a cab. He's going. He, he's ready to go. And as soon as he leaves, she's opened up that fridge. She's grabbed the beer. She's There's some fried chicken in there that she hid. And she's eating that. She turns around and Ravi's there. Because, yeah, the cab didn't turn up in the end. And they got another message. There's nothing going. There's nothing going. They got a quarantine before they can do anything. So they meant to quarantine for a few days. So it's just like, oh, okay. So they're forced to stay. But now, right, now he's kind of seen the real Rita. The real Rita. So it's just like, hmm, huh. <laughs> and he's a bit like, you know what I mean? It's just that, oh, well, you know what? I'm not going to judge you, but but it's like that super patronizing. And they're just butting heads, right? They're butting heads and they're talking. But it's like, you know what I mean? Because people always say opposites don't attract, right? Which I always find just the stupidest thing, right? Stupidest thing. But... Is you know online online is crazy right and I think this is what this film does it 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 takes that look at it now yes granted there's a lot of things that are, have tried to do this right and the things that have done it well right let's let's be honest you know something some things have definitely worked some things not so much some things are just a little cliched so it's just like. The film does take that look, right? Uh, uh, these relationships and the things people say, the the pressure people are under to be in those relationships, the the masks we wear, right? That's what that's what this is. You know, it, it's looking at all of those different things and trying to address them all, right? But trying to do it in a fun way. Without being too like people, this is the truth, you know, or just being too over the top and silly. Now, obviously, right, there are cliches up in the piece, you know, like, um, there's a moment where you know, Ravi accidentally drinks and it's the reaction to the alcohol, it's not as bad as. You know what I mean? Like, when you see a film and someone tries drugs, usually weed, and it's just like, oh, I'm super hungry now. And it's just like, oh, you know, it's so ugh, just dumb, so dumb. So it's not as bad as that. It does loosen them up, which, it, to be fair, you know what I mean? Some alcohol can do that. I was surprised because it is whiskey, right? And whiskey... It is an acquired taste, I feel. It's not one of those things that everyone's going to drink and love. So it is surprising. 
but you know what I mean? We we get that uh, reaction too. And so there are, you know, some things like that, you know, which you could have probably guess would happen somewhere in this film, right? There is that. But there's also this, there is an honesty in a lot of the interactions, right? So Rita has, you know, she, she's doing all of this. She's going on these days. She doesn't want to settle down, right? She doesn't want to get married. She doesn't want to have kids, but she's being forced to do it by her mum because she's unemployed. Her mum's paying her rent. So it's just like, she's got to do this thing. And she's kind of in a situation, right? But that situation, it's not the best. It's not the best. And it's very much dictated by the other party, which that's a thing, right? I mean, that's a thing. Some people feel they find themselves in those situations. And it's like, because you, you want to be in something, you know, you want to be in something. So you might think to yourself, I don't want to be married. Like, I don't want this. I don't want that. But this beats doing nothing. This beats being on your own. So you do something, right? And you're, you're jumping to someone else's beat. You know, it's like, do this. The, you, you can only contact me on these days, right? If you want to do something, you have to do this and then do this and then we talk and then, and it's just like, ugh, you know? But you do it. You do it. Uh, so th there's there's that, right? I think we, we see the relationships they have with their parents. You know, sometimes there's things people will say that are just cutting right cutting and you kind of know that it's not meant with malice right there's a point where um you know because obviously right with these arranged date things there's always to check in you know so the pair both the parents set of parents call and we hear uh Rita's mum call, right? She's just like, oh, um, you didn't show him the real you, right? She's like, no, mum, I didn't show him the real me. She's like, good, because no one could love that. And it's just like, oh, you felt that punch in the stomach, man. That cut deep, you know? That's some mean shit, but you you kind of know that Rita's mum doesn't. She's not trying to say it in a horror. She wants her daughter to be happy, right? She wants her daughter to find someone who loves her, find a situation because she found a situation, right? And so it's just like, well, look, don't do that because I, you know. I find that irritating. So, you know, these potential guys probably do. So, yeah, don't do that. Uh, and don't do it. And so you, they say these things and it's just, it's not the best. You don't want to hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean, it, it doesn't boost confidence. So we have this, right? You then have 
because yeah, Ravi is this tight laced dude, right? Tight. Only you know he's very strict. I only do this and I only do that and yeah, rah, 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 you know. And he needs to cut loose a bit, right? But um, when asked, right, because they it's that kind of thing where now they're they're confined in this space, so it's like we we have to ask each other questions, and so they're asking questions, but it's a bit it can get interrogation like. Right, and I think when he he uh, he you know through frustration kind of thing, but she's just a bit like, "Yo, son, you need to chill." Right? He kind of it, it's when you let too much out, right? And he lets too much out. He also does when he's drunk, right? And it's just a bit that he's lonely, you know. And he'd rather do this and then try and try and make it work than be nothing at all. And it's just like, oh, man, feel your pain, son. Like, that's uh, that's sad, right? But And I don't mean it's sad, like, oh, that's so pathetic. But it's just because I think everyone can relate to that, you know? Like, maybe not to that extent. Right, but you you know, I think when all your your friends, your peoples have all kind of partnered up, and you're the only one that hasn't, there is that something you know that thought of oh, what about me? Like when's it? Is it gonna happen to me? Like you know what I mean? And it's usually late at night when these questions get asked and they spin around and round and round. So you you feel bad, but you then see over the course of time how they change their viewpoints on certain things, where they've been so rigid of, no, we will never do this, and no, I only do this. You know, we see how that changes. And then especially when things get crazy, Right when things go to that that point where, oh shit, what's gonna happen now? Right, it, it 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 that I think sometimes it's only when faced with you know destruction that you see the the trueness in a situation and the trueness in yourself. You know, it's like when people don't know how they're going to react in a crisis, you know, how many times, you know, someone is just like, Oh, if someone comes up to me, I'm going to tell them, no, I'm going to tell them, no, I'm going to punch them in the fucking face. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when it all goes down, they're running. They're the first person to run or hide behind someone else's back. And then you have other people who are a bit like, nah, I don't like confrontation, man. But, uh, you know, when it goes down and their friends getting picked on, they step up, right? So sometimes, yeah, it's only in those situations that you, you see who you are. And I think COVID showed a lot of people who the fuck they be, right? Whether it's, right, do you have your friends back, right? Do you have your partners back? How do you handle crisis? 
you know how resilient are you it, 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 i think it definitely showed people a lot of that and that's what it does with ravi and rita so we we get to see this journey this journey these two are on and it, it definitely kind of ties into a lot of the stuff that said at the beginning, you know, when it relates to the dating and all of that. But although there are jokes in this, right? You know, Ravi's doing his impressions of a, you know, a strict uncle. You know, that kind of thing. They're, they're singing, they're dancing. You know, all of these things, it, it's, it's funny, right? You will definitely laugh during this film. But as I said, look, there's these moments of truth and honesty. And I think the ending is... It's definitely kind of poignant, right? And it definitely does... Ah, uh, it does melt your heart a little. Ain't gonna lie. Melts your heart. I mean, there's a few... There's these really nice moments throughout this film. There's these really honest, nice moments, man, that you just be like, oh, man, that's nice. Yes. And the ending... Yeah, the ending is... Uh, the ending is nice. And it's not... Like, it doesn't, doesn't do the thing that you worry it might do, but it leaves it at a point where, you know, you, you have that hope. You have that hope and happiness. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this film, people, right? It, it, it's one of those ones where I'm like, you know what, I would watch this again. I would watch this again, and I will recommend it to my peoples, right? So, um, yes, you might have missed it at the Prince Charles today, but it is also playing at the Curzon Soho in screen free, one of the smaller screens, tomorrow the 15th of October. And then on Saturday the 16th, it's at the Odeon Lux West End, you know, the, the nice new Odeon in Leicester Square, um, so yeah, that's what it's, so tomorrow it's playing at six o'clock and on Saturday it's playing at 20 to 9 PM people, obviously. Now, from what I can see, both of these screenings are currently sold out, but, but people remember they are returns. So check you know, check with the BFI box office, the ticket office, because you never know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, things come up, babysitters fall through, people get ill. So, yeah, there, there may well be a return, you know. Keep them little fingers crossed. Because, yeah, this, hey, this is a really nice film. I really enjoyed it. Um, oof. Um, I'm trying to think of like, you know, what I mean, uh, similar kind of stuff. I mean, like, what if 500 days of summer? Um, it's kind of got a uh, eternal sunshine for a spotless mind ending, you know, with that ending of hope and possibility. 
you know. Um, obviously, it, it's not the same kind of film. It, it's not as serious as Spotless Mind, but yeah, it, it's got that that hope and possibility. You know, a way we go. You know, I think if you like those sort of things, I think Seven Days will uh, will be a film for you. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, I can't seem to see any other release information. You know, it, it doesn't seem to have any uh, any potential dates on, you know, f cinematic releases and anything like that. But it is doing the festival circuit, people. So, yeah, if, if you've got a film festival happening near you, I'd check the listings and see if Seven Days is showing. You know, follow everyone's socials because I'm sure when the actual big release, the general release comes, it will be there. You know, um, so yes, people, Seven Days it's a good one, right, it's a good one, and uh, yeah, it's going to make you laugh, and it's going to warm your okay, so there you go, that's part one, a wrap, people, yes, um, remember, Check the episode notes for all the links and the you know the, the dates when um the other screenings will be taking place. And uh yeah, if one sold out, check on the day, right? Check on the day because of all the returns and all of that jazz. But we aren't done. Remember, it's a two-parter, so go over to part two right now because oh it is a doozy. I think you're going to love it because the film is great and, um, yo, the director, he's a good dude. Alright, so check out part two for some shepherd action.